Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of pale ales endorsed by this episode, join our cult. Yes. I think that was seamless. Seamless. Delicious. So I get paid the big bucks. Speaking of big bucks, look at this. Banyan, which I believe is Latin for good pale ale. Right. (laughs) Right. And you can obviously see it. If you're watching the video podcast, obviously the audio version of the video podcast, you will not this be able to. This is for your benefit, audio listeners. Oh, do the ASM. Oh, <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> 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 yes, uh, we are heartily endorsed by Beer 52 this week. Lovely. And, uh, and more weeks. Oh, get Not it. just this one. <laughs> Better make it a good one then, only. <laughs> Beer 52, heartily endorses Cultaholic, and they are offering a new superb deal for Cultaholic listeners and viewers and uh, iTunes and all the other social media terms they probably use nowadays. If you'd like to go to beer52.com forward slash Cultaholic, and you can see about getting your free load of beer. Whoa. Where you You're like Conrad. S- That's right, everybody. Oh, I'm learning. It's like, <laughs> don't be good at doing podcasts. Be good at plugging. Um, all you will have to pay is postage. This exclusive offer again is beer52.com forward slash cultaholic. And if you didn't hear it the first time, don't worry, we'll be saying it again. <laughs> and being very rude, how are you doing, Ross? Champion, all the better for this free case of beer from <laughs> beer52.com. Jack, how are you doing? I'm so good. Far? Swig of beer52 for the working yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, uh, I hear they do blue chew flavor. No, they don't. No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> They'll they give don't. it time. We'll be there with a case of blue chew. Hey, Matthew. And a smile in your pocket. I went to um, a metal gig last night. Oh, that's not, was, that's not my was, normal thing. Is it not? I thought you were no, metalhead. More, metal punk, more punk rock me. Oh, okay. Um, it was Lord of the Lost, a German band, and I was dragged along by a wrestler by the name of Dragon Izu. Oh, I've heard of him. He rang me up and went, Jack, you're a goth. Come to this game. <laughs> I was like, all right then. And it was all right. They were pretty good. Last time I saw Dragon Izu, it was at Emo Night that Rise did. And I went... <laughs> I don't think this was your type of thing. He goes, it's effing not. I'm going. <laughs> I thought we were going to have a bit of a rockers and mods situation where he just pinball himself into a crowd. He just, just chopped me. Yeah. yeah, he <laughs> said, I prefer music where I can circle jerks. Circle pip. <laughs> God, that is a oh, Freudian slip and a half, ladies and gentlemen. I do apologize. <laughs> Beer 52 forward slash. Anyway, 
<laughs> just distract myself from saying something horrible about Dragon Eyes 2. Uh, but yes, uh, I'm very well. Uh, no one asked, but I'm answering. No, no, I was going to say, how are you? Oh, I'm, I'm doing very well. Lovely. How were Lord of the Lost? Yeah, they were all right. They were, they were heavy, but the singer had a lovely voice, so that made it up a little bit for me. Was it as good as Nita Strauss on the um, NXT show? I'm not... I find it... I guess that's the style, but I find a guitar playing a bit ragged and whoa, what's going on? You know? Shreddy. Yeah, she's shreddy. Abs- abs- I'm shreddy brick. I'm not a big fan of the old shred style. Oh, but if it, when it's done right, I'll love it. Okay, fair enough. She's like a female Kenny Omega, her, in her demeanor. Right. When she's speaking, I'm thinking that's Kenny Omega, but in a female body. Next time you hear Nita Strauss talk, not Nina, Nita, um, I've got to make sure to get that right because I didn't on the evolution reaction thing and I got crucified. Did you make a mistake in yes, a video? Did, yeah. <laughs> Let me write that that's down. Amazing. What What minute and second <laughs> time then, thank you, Paul. But I what, listen to her speak. It's like very much like Kenny Omega, very eloquent lady. Yeah, but is she dead like Barry Windham? <laughs> what? What? It's a certain other video series. Oh, that, um, right, never mind. The closest they get to culture is uh, the bacteria. But, um, but they did something where they said the late great Barry Windham. It was like, he's not dead. <laughs> oh, they've done that a number of times. We've heard, we've heard they that. killed him three times. Our Twitter seemed to blow up when mistakes like that happen. <laughs> Your Twitter blows up. <laughs> oh, I'm guilty of it in the past as well, thinking that wrestlers are dead when they're not. Yeah. So I yeah, they're well. back going, I'm not, I ain't dead. <laughs> Hall of Fame 2016, who was it? When someone was... Oh, yeah, we were, we were watching the Hall of Fame in, in a hotel in Dallas. And um, and it was yeah. um, it was Stan Hansen. <laughs> he went on for half an hour. Vader Vader was giving him this big intro and it went on a long time. And, and a lot of people were assuming that Vader was just inducting him because he was dead. And then he went, and here he is, big Stan. Han- I suggested that Stan Hansen was alive, and I got mocked by everyone. I was like, Stan Hansen. <laughs> then he came out, and all that. Hey, Stan Hansen's been dead for years, hasn't he? Oh, <laughs> I think Stan Hansen's too tough. You just give a big lariat to the Grim Reaper. Yeah. Speaking of lariats, the Grim Reaper. What a week of wrestling we've had. Oh, it's been intense. Well, obviously. up until Monday. Well, yeah. Before that, <laughs> yeah, it's a Raw point, and SmackDown let the sides down badly this week after the weekend we had. Who can blame them? They deserve some time off. Mm. Leave a refreshing pale ale. <laughs> to, this will be fun, this, and see insert as many plugs as we can. Uh, oh, it's magnetic. Sweet. Sorry. Oh, is it, I thought you just did that by yourself. No. So you said it was magnetic. I was really impressed. I managed to spin that. And, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> it's great for the audio people. Yes. Um, Jack just did a 180. I'm sorry. Uh, so we'll start off with any news. Then we'll do the Hall of Fame, then go into the week of wrestling. But in terms of news, has there been anything? Because it's Thanksgiving week, everything's sort of ground to a halt over in that America. Smackdown did. The Observer did, yeah. The Observer didn't even come out today. Dave, what's he doing? Eating turkey. Pisses a fire. Yeah, he's watching the football. I can't imagine Dave Meltzer drunk. Actually, that'd be great. I can imagine him being a proper aggressive little drunk (laughs) when he's had a few too many. Dave Meltzer (laughs) drunk outside a pub show. It's like, I make it all up. <laughs> don't tell anybody. I've never watched a Mizawa match. I don't know what's going on. He got called out on Twitter this week, kind of. Well, you know, not actually out, but like he said, oh, it's very similar to the matches uh, Big Japan are having, the strong style. Everyone went, you haven't been watching Big Japan, you big fibber. <laughs> so, um, In terms of news and like the gossip and that, there's rumblings of this whole mysterious promotion keeps going on involving oh, yeah. like the elite and Jericho and JR and stuff, but... No one can really tell. It's a bit shadowy at the minute. It's, it's, bit... it's like Milk is solid, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> shadowy, elite promotion the setting up in North America. America. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I was the philosophers. <laughs> Jay and Jericho distanced themselves again, didn't they? I think I saw on Reddit today. Did he? Who, who knows? Well, I never. Tr- I always believe the opposite of what Jericho says. He's yeah. such a fibber. 
He's a big fit. That's like a word for the week. Yeah, yeah. He's like, it's when he was like, I'm not showing up for this thing. I'm in, I'm on tour with Fozzy. And then he did. I've just, that was all in. I've just stopped believing him now. He's a worker and he always works the, not just the boys, but the marks as well. God. Us three. Yes. Yes. The biggest mark boys there are. Mm. The news that sticks out for me is the revelation from the pre-show Survivor Series. That uh, whoever produced the tag team match. Oh, yes, that's right. <coughs> oh, my God. Got mixed up. Raw should have won. Yeah. I, I, I mean, <laughs> oh, really, the, all this was missing was a TNA chant. I mean, they forgot or somehow, like, there's only two outcomes. <laughs> Flip a coin, he would have had a 50% chance of getting it right. Uh, so. Meltzer said they miscounted. And it's like, <laughs> 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 there's that many men involved. What? Well, Usos rolled up the, the rivals. Like, right, who's that? Oh, was oh. that it? Oh, no, you pinned him oh. with a big old... Yeah, but I was going to say like that. Oh, like, if, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. I just imagine the yeah, producer, yeah. this will look really cool, this, for a big win. <laughs> Send in the next team. We mean that's it. <laughs> Where's Rhino and Slater? Oh. <laughs> um, from our minimal experience of working backstage at wrestling shows, right, the, things go wrong all the time. Like, things yes. change and things happen and plans always change backstage. It's a bit chaotic sometimes, right? But I've never known a match... I've never known the wrong person win. I've never known the wrong team or whatever go over, ever. It's a bit of a stretch. I think, I think something else has gone on there. Mm. I think it, it was a protest by the SmackDown team. You ever hear the, the story that, um, who was it? Uh, Public Enemy were feuding with oh, maybe the Bad Breed, so Ian and Axel Rotten. And Public Enemy had beaten them like every day. This is like pre-taping every show ECW. And then one night, Heyman told, um, oh, it's a member of the, uh, Ted Petty, um, Public Enemy goes, oh, by the way, the bad reader winning tonight as a joke. Yeah. He didn't realize, oh, all right. <laughs> and so apparently, oh, Axel Rotten was a great storyteller. Apparently, he's like, heard one, two, three, and the winner is Bad Breed. And all the way from the back, you can hear Paul Heyman go, what? <laughs> <laughs> they had to like immediately, because it was number one contenders match as well. So they had to like book the next show. Uh, here's for the the real number one contenders. <laughs> They're putting that up. For the, oh, they lost. Who knew? Apparently, when um, Ivan Koloff won the WWF, WWF championship back in the day, um, he was told backstage, like he'd just been losing on every circuit again and again and again to the champion. Was it San Martino at the time or Morales? San Martino, I think. No, no, I, Ivan beat uh, Bruno. Yes, right. And he was told. God, I hope that's right. Yeah, me too. Or was it. You know what? It wasn't. It was Stan Stasiak. I thought I was going to say Stan Stasiak's the one out. Stan yeah, yeah. Stasiak found out when he was going to beat Morales that he thought it was a joke as well. They were like, yeah, you're going to roll him up. And he's like, what then? And like, well, you're going to get your shoulder up and he's going to keep his down. And he was like, what? And I thought, that's lovely. He was probably really happy. And then I thought, Maybe he wasn't, because there'd have only been three other champions at the time. Maybe he just didn't care. He's like, oh, we get to become like the fifth champion. Eh? Yeah. Oh, how long we're holding it to? Like six years? <laughs> Seven years? <laughs> uh, about four weeks, mate. Yeah. Oh, oh fair it's enough. Gone, it's, he lost to Bruno. It's gone back to Bruno. Yeah. Love Something yeah, funny about Stan Stasiak. His finisher was the hard punch. He died of a heart attack. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> nice bit of irony there, isn't it? Yeah. Unless, you, so. unless he stands Did he punch himself? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> right, that's it. No! <laughs> Should we talk about oh, that's not even funny, is it? God, I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> Should we talk about all the wrestling from the weekend? We'll do that. Yes. Right. Do you want to rattle through? What do you want to do for Survivor War Games? Survivor ah, absolutely. Let's do it chronologically. I mean, War Games was class. Loved it. It's weird at this point. Like, yeah. Well, of course it was. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, yes. Gary uh, Sane and Shayna Baszler. No, bro. Bro started it off. Uh, yeah. Bro. Speaking of getting worked by the marks. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, Ryan Satan. 
wrestlers, <laughs> as the wrestlers call him. Um, it was on the conference call with Triple H, Facebook Live, and he posted your on his Twitter, and he was like, oh, yeah, you kind of got it. So that he goes, yeah, sometimes I like to trick you. Yeah, I didn't Triple H, I lied because I'm a promoter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Looks like the finger guns. I thought it was fine. I mean, it's what Cassius Ono does now. He loses to the next big thing, I suppose. And Riddle is that big thing. I wonder how... The double flops. <laughs> when he kicks them up. I wonder, I wonder how Trent Seven felt watching it, because that exact same storyline happened in progress. But Trent's promo was a bit more harsh than Cassius oh, Ono before. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that was probably the wrong thing to do with it's like, here's Matt Riddle, wait, let's have Cassius Ono bury him for 10 minutes. Trent Seven say, like, you're not going to get another chance in WWE, are you? Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, we are yeah. NXT. He's oh, like, it was so great. I just need to explain for a second. Me and Brock Lesnar are colleagues. <laughs> Stunning. Yes. Um, and it was a main event. By the way, was it excellent? It was awesome. Um, but yeah, Matt Riddle won. He's gonna be probably really good. Probably. He better be. Yeah, I know. Um, I and found th- his promo hilarious. Just the delivery. You never see that anywhere else in WWE. Do you just someone going, "Hey guys, <laughs> I'm here to take over." Several was like, "Do you think he's just done weed?" Literally before the match, You're like, probably not in WWE, mate. No, <laughs> no. Just, just a, just stabbing the, yeah, stabbing the dark. I even talk English because I'm drinking Banyan. And then we had the tw- three falls match. Mm. Mixed opinions on this one online. Well, I didn't think it was great because it was like 10 minutes long. Mm. It was great. Lot, like match was fine. But then I looked at it and goes, well, it was obvious that Bezos winning got the her women, the four, the four, three, two, have a horse woman above it to show up. Um, so, of course, that she was winning. So it was a bit of a formality. So... They delivered action. They had enough feud there with the other wrestlers showing up for them yeah. to build something on that, that on and finished what they had. So it was actually, yeah, okay. I thought it was fine. As a feud ender, it was fine. Next chapter and all that. Yeah. That's the word. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a fine out of ten. <laughs> and then we had... Then it was just excellent from then on. Oh, the whole show. God. Uh, Gargano and Black was next. Yeah. Yes, Which they were. Like delicious chocolate. Oh, get your mum some Gargano and Black for Christmas. <laughs> It was it was so smooth. It was a buttery smooth match, Ooh. and it was buttery brutal. It was God. also buttery until uh, that suicide dive, uh, literally suicide oh. dive, and he just caught him with the knee. Yeah, that was how do you get that knee? How do you get your knee that high? That's a question. He's very tall as well, isn't he? Mm, not, very not really. Tall. No. Well, about, okay, yeah. I met, I met yeah. him in a uh, kebab shop in Liverpool. Did you? He just looked like a normal dude. He doesn't look like a normal dude. Well, not with his clothes off, no. He's like, right. Satan? Ryan? Well. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a I, take that mark. Sky I don't know how you do it without either accidentally knocking the other guy out or hurting your knee a lot. It's really clever. That's why they get paid the big bucks. That's true. And yeah, beautiful match. And again, Gargano lost because he's trying to be something he's not. Yeah, he just needs to be himself. He absolved him of his sins, though. Yes. He said that at the end, I absolve you of your sins. And then went bang. Oh, Crazy out of the Dutch. <laughs> Crazy. I like the bit backstage as well. It was a dot com exclusive where Black walks past uh, Candice. Candice just gives him the eye and then walks on. Ooh. The angry eye. Ooh-hoo. Yeah. Like the, ooh. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Do the anime thing. Um. <laughs> Steam coming out of their head. <laughs> they turn around and did the falling over thing. Uh, then we had, as if nothing could follow that, Velveteen Dream. Versus Tommaso Ciampa. He did it again, didn't he? They both did it again. Oh, and what, his entrance? His entrance, his gear. Oh, I thought you meant they pulled it off. Oh, yeah, yes. They pulled it off, um, yeah, but like the major talking point from the match is the gear. Yeah. Uh, 
specially made for the Hulk Hogan Redemption documentary. Right, of course it was. <laughs> it, just, it was missing Velveteen Dream just stopping mid-entrance and going, like, hello, Hogan, everything is okay. We absolve you of I, all your sins. I find, it, I find it a bit piss-takey, though, when he's doing it. I think he's really hilarious with it. He's really funny. It's funny until they show all those clips. Yeah, and Hogan goes, yeah, yeah. see, he's all right. Yeah, and then Hogan beats him at, like, WrestleMania or something in a hard fought match, and then they hug. Oh, no. Yeah, Dream goes, if he can change, yeah. then you can change. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, then, and then Hogan calls him, yeah, it's, Dennis Rodman's right. Let's ruin it all for him. Um, I think you'll do a Triple H one at some point, Entrance, Velveteen Dream. I'd love it if he did. What's he said racist recently? No, no, I just think Dream will just do one for just fun. Next week, next pay-per-view, Velveteen Dream is Jimmy Snooker. <laughs> um, just as a car. And... Uh, yeah, this match was amazing. Uh, these be sound the giant bomb chats probably still do. I've been on a while. Um, the great debate: wrestling versus anime, and this was pretty much it. Dream, the walking anime character, he's fabulous. He's got abs that no human being should have, and Tommaso Ciampa is wrestling. Looks like he eats the turkey and the bones because he he's does. so tough. Yeah. Looks like he he does things with bikes. Mine, you know, and this was so good. He, the one thing I noticed was he kicked out of a lot, Champa. Yeah, there were a lot of crazy moves in but this. But then someone pointed out, oh, because I thought when he hit him with the Death Valley driver on the outside, I was like, oh, on the floor. And then he rolled right. him in and then hit an elbow and he kicked out of that. And I was like, how? Oh, that's that's a bit far. And then someone pointed out, oh, he didn't Death Valley drive him on the floor. He did it on the pad. There was like double padding because they'd folded it over and they did that move on the double padding. And I was like, oh, that's all right then. I think that makes a bit more sense. So then he ripped up the thing. He did the move yeah. on two layers of padding. I think that, yeah. And then he kicked out. I think that's fine. I think. It's one of those matches where you watch it and go, yeah, it's so great. And they probably watch it back and go, God, they did do a lot, didn't they? It <laughs> was. So, that, I immediately mean, after that, though, Bush is like, oh, no, I don't want to get hit by the thing on the apron. So Velveteen Dream essentially hits a top rope elbow drop onto the floor. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. he legitimately lapped himself. That's the way he was yeah. reacting. This was like a SmackDown 2 <laughs> match. Yeah. I liked how Chamber used the, the steel divide between the two rings as well for his DDT. To, to kill I was him. Like, oh, it's great. Yeah, it's so good. I, yeah. Uh, uh, well, which match did you prefer out of those two? Oh, second one for me. Second one? Gargano mm, ah, Black. Okay, I think I'll go for the second one as well because it was a bit more story, wasn't it? A little bit more. Well, they were both really good, but, you know. Yeah, but yeah. They're, they're both good for different reasons, you know. Yeah. Maybe no, I'm... Matthew, you're wrong for liking the first one. I disagree <laughs> with your opinion. That's fine. That's wrestling fans. I know you won't be, <laughs> you won't be watching this far in the video anyway. You've already commented what the big question is anyway. So... Much love. And well, then nothing well, could follow that, well, right, Jack? Right. right. So after this event, I was thinking there's going to be a big like three-way debate online over which match was best. And everyone was saying it was between the two singles matches, but the War Games one was okay. Some people were saying it, was, it wasn't even as good as last year's War Games. I, th I loved it. I thought it was excellent. I mean, last year's War Games was something special. It was great. And this year's once you got over tactical. I like the tactics. There you go. I liked there you it. go. When they put Pete Dunne in the submission and the rest of them were all like, yeah, oh, I, was like, like right. I was like, oh, this is really good. Proper Triple H match, the thinking wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all of them pointing their heads at the same time yeah. look it was great um, I think it because it, it was it lasted a long time absolutely I think it definitely was much of a muchness it was about an hour with the entrances and the music package and everything else um, yeah it did take a while to kick in but once it started yeah it was gang warfare mm. they're doing the click in wherever you go you'll always be on Spudera and yeah then locking Pete down in the cage yeah it's like good I hate those cages because it wasn't Why? just me I'd do they move do they they're, they're, like just scooting along the, the LCD boards over the are. 
So you could just literally just push yourself down the ramp with the cage. If he'd hopped himself down to the ring, that would have been great. It might have been just me because I had a few beers, but My it looked God. like they were moving. Pete Dunne with the moonsault in the cage, <laughs> off the cage. Oh, oh the no. moonsault, though. Ricochet's double moonsault was ridiculous. That's right. The only thing more ridiculous was beer 52's offer. <laughs> I, um, I happen to be watching... Delicious. I happen to be watching um, Ricochet's... Right, actually. Though you, you like Paleo. You know the best friends... Um, Best friends, oh, them, Chuck them. Taylor and Trent Barretta, Greg and Dustin. Um, they, I was watching a clip of their one with Ricochet from a few years ago, and they start talking about because Chuck Taylor trained Ricochet, as silly as it sounds. Right, isn't that crazy? He was like, "Yeah, he was like a fourteen-year-old kid with abs," and I was like, really out of shape then. <laughs> <laughs> but he said, um, "They say, do you do the double moonsault anymore?" And he's like, "No, I stopped doing that." And they were like, "What? Why?" And he was like, "Because I'd probably kill myself. <laughs> it's really dangerous." And I thought when he did it, I was like, "He's not got enough to do the second, but he did." I don't know how you can control where you land when you do that second spin. Yeah. People, I mean, I love my fans, but some of them, they're like, oh, oh. I mean, it was, it looked great, but the landing was pumped. Like, it's a double moonsault. <laughs> what the hell you want? So I shared a gif of it, and someone had the goal to reply. People are falling over that weren't even touched. It's sloppy mechanics like this. For the <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. I love someone who pretends to be Jim Carter and knows what's hurting the industry. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. But it's just the landing. Like, how, do, how does he not know? How does he know right. where he's going to land? Because, like, it's a bit of a jump in the unknown, isn't it? I think he's like, look, I'm going to do this move. I'm going to try not to land on my neck. So if I hit you, I don't care. Like, <laughs> get out of my way. Mm. Um, I mean, Andrew Everett used to do it in PWG, just from a, a top rope, though. Yeah. And I think someone said, like, you should probably not do that. And he goes, I'll be fine. And he did it. And was just like, ow. <laughs> <laughs> the reason he did it was how much it hurt. And, yeah, the... Um, Velocity, I don't know the word, uh, coming down from that must be something fierce. So. Yeah, yeah. The G-force. The talk. Yes. Talk isn't cheap. Um, yeah. The baby faces won, which was nice. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to see that. Um, yeah, yeah and pretty I've been winning pretty much everything the past few months, and also but in so period Pete, of matches. But so. so has Pete Dunne, to be fair. Yes, he has. Nah. He's also got, he's just had a kid as well. He's winning out of life as well, yeah, then. great. Won't um, get any sleep like, but <laughs> his wrestling just goes downhill the next few months. Is ah, just just pinners. Yeah, <laughs> um, I thought it was class show. I know. Um, I think it might have been the best takeover ever. I know Ross thinks it was the second best takeover ever. Yeah, I just thought the main event, while it was very good and very tactical, it was a bit slow early on, and it mm. sort of took me out of the night a little bit. So that what that's what mm. New Orleans is still a little bit ahead for me. Fair enough. That oh was, yeah, the, the the one this year is the best NXT show they've ever done. Potentially, yeah. yeah, you know, what, I'm going to say that, yeah. So there's always going to be a second best NXT show. It's not a bad thing to say about yourself, like this. Oh, no, absolutely, yeah. Good. Like, oh, oh no, sorry, this was a. You were only a nine point five out of ten. <laughs> sorry, pal. Uh, but yeah, uh, great show. I didn't mind it taking a while because it was building up to something, and um, and it did go like, who is going to win? What's the next thing going to be? That's fine. And they did stuff to try and ramp up the tension, even though you knew the match couldn't end. Then, right? Like, they were I mean, not, that's no, always what war games. Is. Yeah, but they'd have like a little like argument in the cage and stuff and you'd be like oh is someone going to turn and yeah, yeah. Hmm. they all were matching face paint as well lovely that was nice and uh, then um, in the ants weren't they then yeah <laughs> got good taste and then Sarah Logan wore it on Smackdown as well on Raw sorry she yes. wore the face paint was, on Survivor Series even oh yeah right yeah. and I was like oh because she's with one of the War Raiders Row. she's with Row. I did not know that yeah. and they're a pair of Vikings yeah and she was raised on her uncle's tater farm slash in the mountains, by wolves. fighting for our own food. Do you like game meat? 
Do you like gay meat, Matthew? <laughs> that was a silly question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I realised halfway through, and I was like, I've gone too far to stop. I love gay meat. <laughs> Banyan. Um... <laughs> yeah. like Survivor Series. <laughs> Survivor Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. From gay meat to, <laughs> to gay meat. Uh, Survivor Series. Moving on from the awkward win. By we should Smackdown. mention the pre-show and all in this review of Survivor Series because it didn't count. It didn't happen. Yeah, because they didn't. What, 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 what pre-show? Yeah. Exactly. Sadly there that were the one time that these tag teams will get a chance to shine, uh, like the colons, who have been semi-colons for months. Um, I think they might be the longest running... They're, they're the new JTG of people who are employed and just haven't been fired yet. Yeah, It's them and Otunga. Um, went and checked because the colons, the new the new colons, um, uh, 2011... Uh, yeah, 2011, and Otunga was 2010 with Nexus. Okay. So I think, unless someone can prove otherwise, I think they're the people who have been... The, the biggest dead weight still on the roster. Oh, bless them. I mean, they were there just filling the role, weren't they? Because the bludgeons were injured, I guess. So, yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Um, but, I Agency mean... Agency workers. <laughs> we'll call you when we need you. Until Raw, which we'll talk about later, I thought this made the revival look really good, and then Raw happened, and I was like, oh, right, uh, not that good. Right, they're like, it was all these teams going, look, remember us? Yeah. Look, and so it was like, oh, who cares about the time? Oh, this is, this is yeah. yeah. I like, yeah, that guy, that, everyone was doing cool uh, moves. Uh, Lindsay Dorado. Oh, well, earlier on, there was a few botches, like. It was a bit, I think because he's small, and was trying to do like, hey, I'll give... Carl Anderson, oh. a Frankensteiner. And you're like, well... <laughs> Needless to say, Lindsay's a fantastic wrestler, but... Um, yeah. No, I think Grand Metal League's probably the best wrestler in the Luchas party, sadly. But, oh, yeah, I think... But Lindsay's a great man. Very satisfying to watch him walk the ropes. Mm, mm. Seamless. Smoother than peanut butter. Yeah. And who else looked good in this? I think everyone got a chance to shine. Oh, Christ. I, uh, Gable and Uso, the German suplex to the outside oh, on yeah, the yeah, kickoff yeah, show. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was crazy. I was like, please notice us. Yeah. Please. Um, I thought it was all right, uh, but the first half of the match really for me ruined it. There was a lot of sloppiness for me. I feel hypercritical, but um, I said it on grade and I've got to stick with that now. Yeah, that's it forever. Yeah. Can't change it. It was a crap match. I'll take backs. And then Survivor Series started for real, real, not for play, play, mm. with the women's match, which Ooh. I... Oh. <laughs> wait, wait, what's that noise? Um, <laughs> damn, I can't even get through the notes. Uh, yeah, I thought this was okay. Mm. Nothing remarkable, nothing standoffish, apart from the reaction to Nia Jax. Mm. And it's the first time in ages I can remember a person getting booed and the wee going, yeah, they are, they are a bad guy. They're not just a failed attempt at a good guy. See now Jack's grinning going, yeah, I pushed out Becky. And I actually liked it. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was the best thing they could have done given the circumstances. Right. Um, I thought I thought Sasha was going to survive. I used the theory that you've brought to the podcast before of look at Sasha and how happy she is when she makes her entrance. She was really like happy. I was like, she's surviving. So I was genuinely shocked when Nia pushed her off the thing. I was like, oh, maybe she's in a good mood. She was happy because there wasn't any spot involving Nia punching her. <laughs> uh, 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 funny. Um, yeah, any other thoughts on that match? Or? Everyone just needs to stop booing Nia, don't they? Why? Because everyone booing Nia wants it to go away, don't they? But as long as they make noise, she's not good anywhere, is she? Yeah, there were some debates online because obviously there's always debates on how wrestling fans act because no one overanalyzes wrestling like wrestling fans. Mm. No one overanalyzes wrestling fans like other wrestling fans <laughs> with podcasts. And... Yeah, but if you don't like something, aren't you supposed to boo it? Well, yeah, in theory. But, but it's it's the section of the crowd that unfairly, unfairly, I don't know, wants Nia to be fired. I don't think a woman should be fired to, just from a I don't want someone like to that. lose their job, yeah. but I don't think she should be pushed because of it, though. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, in that situation, they're trying to make lemons with whatever fruit they've got lying around. And if they've got someone who has mega heat, because yeah. they're getting... Oh, yeah, I get what you're I saying there. Because obviously it. skipping ahead, she's getting the shot against Ronda mm. because she's over at the... Yeah. yeah I get oh, not. Well, sorry, she's getting booze. She's getting reactions. So whatever I, you want to term. I get why she did it. Um, yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't I you mean, I get why it? they did it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, yeah. man. Um, I thought it was fine. It was fine. It was a fine match. Mm. It was all right. Even Tamina looked bad. Oh, she's super she's hilarious here, isn't she? She looks so, so unhappy with everything. I know it might be a character, but it's like not like a character, is it? Because everywhere you see it, everywhere she goes, no laughing. Just yeah. a slapped face of an arse. <laughs> slapped arse of a face. Slapped, slapped face of an arse. BF52. You... Oh, wow. <laughs> well, you two can talk bollocks. <laughs> um, it's great seeing Naya teaming with Tamina. It's, not, it's weird having your own Aldi equivalent pulling around <laughs> everywhere. If you can't afford it, me, well, you know. Um, what was the match after that? Oh, it was Nakamura versus Seth Rollins. Um, Nakamura, like, go on. Sorry, it was like a TV main event, this match. It was. Which uh, isn't a bad thing, necessarily. I think they did a good effort, considering Nakamura had to be reminded he was on the show because he went, no, it's US champion versus IC champion. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> Christ, really? Um, yeah. It was It was all right, but I didn't care about it because the feud is uh, Rollins and Ambrose and Nakamura's feud is... So anyway, um, so it literally was just these two could have a good match because it's Survivor Series and that's it with no plot, which I think I've talked about a bunch of times in the podcast. It's just like, yeah, okay. But hey, the crowd really loves Rollins, even if he's wrestling a nothing match. A figure so. skater. He's had a tire. Oh, oh Nakamura's, yeah. Oh, oh right. You see when he took his T-shirt off, it was a full-on mm. like skater thing. I don't know what he called it. Not a romper suit. Uh, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. lovely. No, it was, it was, it was a Yowie on Ice. Yowie on Ice, whatever. 
<laughs> now, let's go with Yowie on ice. I like that one, actually. Um, I was I was surprised that Ambrose didn't show up at any point. Yeah. That was strange. I thought he'd at least do it after, maybe, and just hit Rollins and run away, or, or even to cost him the match, but he didn't. Strange. And at this point, I started weird. thinking, oh, hang on. SmackDown haven't got many chances to win a match now, have they? Because I thought Nakamura for certain would be one that would win. You thought Nakamura would be Rollins? I thought Ambrose would get involved. So when he didn't... Oh, oh yeah, like, right, okay. I yeah. was like, yeah. oh, where else? I mean, unless there's some strange DQ in the Ronda match or maybe the bar, but I was like, the rest of them don't look good for SmackDown. And yeah. Do you think yeah. he was going to interfere and he saw that SmackDown won? He was like, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Um, then it was followed by... The cruisers? Something. No, the bar. No, was it the bar? Yeah. It was oh, the bar. all right. Oh, no. I forgot about this. Uh, yeah, right? I'd actually forgotten. I'm glad that I've forgotten about it. because oh, AOP are weird because on on paper, yeah, AOP, tag champs, they're going to wreck stuff. Woohoo. And then this was just a nothing match. Oh, also, never mind little pisser. That's not what I was on. I was not it Enzo Amore. Oh, that's what I was talking about. So, yeah. Um, so, a while ago, Ross showed me a video of Shane Douglas embarrassing himself. At <laughs> God. Um, but he didn't plan it as well as Enzo did because he was like a few rows back. And, and he walked in with a mask on. <laughs> a lucha mask oh. on. Plus, when, you know, Enzo showed up and like, oh, it's me. Everyone, oh, it's Enzo. When Shane Douglas took the mask on, it was, sit down, I cannot see. <laughs> Um, Enzo's just... He walked... I don't understand how he got in with a bloody beaver on his head. You seen the wig he had on? Just like a beaver's arse on front of his head. Who let him in? <laughs> he looked like the second Doctor Who. <laughs> um, yeah, so he managed to get himself some publicity, and obviously it worked, because we're talking about him. Oh, yeah, that's what he wants, isn't it? Yeah, so good for him, and good on the Gronk killer, which Aye. is 2-0 now. Oh, forgetting the name. Lisa. Lisa. Uh, is, that, is Lisa? Is it Lisa? I think I've just met, I've chosen an American sounding woman's name. Hmm. Doesn't really matter. Lisa or Anywho, you know what we're talking about. She's just a hero, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, I, she apparently injured somebody on the, by pulling him out. That's not It her did fault. look like he landed on the people behind him doing so. So, which in America is cha-ching. <laughs> so. Oh, I see. Injured. So, yeah, right. So, he <laughs> put that sign that says Enzo Amore paid for my seat. Whatever. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, I don't know, good for Enzo, I don't know. In terms of like self-publicity, we can hardly go, that's bad at Enzo. Oh, by the way, thank you very much to the guy who bought the NXT sign with the pictures of uh, Goldust Pachiti on it. Did he? Yeah, that yes, was... Yes, um, saw that, yes. And that was, and I remember the name about checking it by <laughs> Eric Escobar, is the name of the guy that took that. Thank nice. you very much, Eric Escobar. Having the same name as Vicky Grove's girl, uh, boyfriend from SmackDown 2010. <laughs> Excellent. Is it him? I looked, no, it's not the oh, same sorry. one. It's good, because it's a K instead of a C. So we can't go, thanks to the sign and publicity, that makes it look good. Oh, Enzo Amore showing up to a show and talking about himself. <laughs> oh, that's so, appalling. It's different. So <laughs> that wasn't. this is the weirdest match of the year, probably, in WWE at least, because not only that, but Drake Maverick wet his pants. And that was that. the only thing I remember about this. That. Up for right. debate. Well, he had to touch it. He squeezed it, it yeah. and a little dribble came out. <laughs> We've all been there when people are looking at us, right? <laughs> but... Uh, yeah. Ross is insinuating that it wasn't urine, it was another substance it altogether. It was a male ejaculate. Yep. Because he, he likes being, being choked by the big show. Daddy. Choke me, daddy. Choke me, big, big show, daddy. Harder, daddy, harder. Because <laughs> he does like, it was weird. When it happened, I was just the like, way what? it happened in order. It was like you squeeze it, the little dribble comes out. What else could it be? <laughs> yeah. So. The pipette wasn't full enough, was it? Bless the pipette, I guess. 
Uh, she just had him do it for real. Sal did it. Well, from... Impractical Jokers. Yeah, but he had to take a long time, though, didn't he? He, did. he couldn't do it on command. That's a bad punishment. Yeah, that's some sort of world record, if that was what... Yeah. <laughs> he's like draws, but with piss. He's gonna... He's <laughs> gonna... <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna come oh, he's oh, gonna no. there's in a oh, bin right next to Vince that's, <laughs> how he, that's how he gets the job spray Drake spray if you don't ejaculate you're fired I love it Drake <laughs> oh right that um, happened didn't it <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna beat your opponent then hit him with a bucket full of this <laughs> so, there's no way this is gonna make the air so um, oh it will oh it will um, the only thing that takes better than that is Banyan Pale no, Ale. Oh, no. <laughs> so, um, the AOP won because... Oh, did they? Because the bar were distracted, oh, yeah, obviously, by, by that. Piss. But yeah, they were like... Slash. They went, oh, he's, he's, he's coming again. <laughs> <laughs> and then they won, and then Drake Maverick celebrated with them, but while covering his crotch. Ha, ha, ha. I didn't... I wasn't a fan of this. How bad is it that these two great teams are on there, and that's... The I know. Especially the AOP left class in NXT. Yeah, they did. I don't know what's going on. Paul Ellerin would never have went, well, he's old, so maybe he didn't no, intentionally. No, he wouldn't have done. He, he has solid. a bag fitted, man. He's fine. <laughs> oh, there you go. He's going to the bag. Let's get the brass snooks. No, the bag! Hey, there's oh. a new weapon there. Why has no one you thought about that? Just... Write that down. <laughs> we want Craig, money for that. Craig David off Bo Selector. <laughs> Come on, Nan. <laughs> I'm having a wish with me, Nan. <laughs> okay, and then... As we note, I on. think it was the cruisers, wasn't it? Cruiser oh this yes, is, it this was. Is, this is where the night just went. <laughs> yeah, mm. thank you. You've you've had the starter that you didn't want because the food's late. Now the food's actually here. You can tuck in. Oh, it was. Buddy lovely. Murphy. Oh right, I thought you were oh, yes, saying people. Yeah. Sorry, lovely Buddy Murphy. That's his new gimmick. Lovely name. Buddy. Uh, Mustafa Ali. Yeah, they just did really good. And was a slow burner, but then it's like, be like, oh, 205 live. The crowd really and then it's like, had to get in Oh, it. yeah. That's the first is... time I've been a 205 chat instead of like NXT or mm. some other time wasting CM Punk chant <laughs> kind of thing. There were so many. Um, I thought Mustafa Ali, I bet he was sore the next day because he took some horrible bumps. Like, deliberately, he didn't. There was no like, yeah. mistakes, but the bumps that he took were brave. Especially the one I'm thinking of where he got pushed out the air somehow and ended up just falling backwards into the. Yeah. Barricade, oh, and the Spanish fly off the. That was him doing it, but that was cool as well. Yeah, I can't think of anything funny to say about this match. No, I, it, it sucks when the wrestling's good. It's hard to <laughs> criticize it or make fun or say anything fun. I'm just saying, you can see why people do so much fun art for Mustafa Ali. Sam thought that maybe um, Tony Nee should have had this title shot, and I think he's been proven wrong. <laughs> Sam really likes Tony Nee. Yeah, why? He's a premier athlete, I guess. Like a year ago, maybe, but whoa. Oh, are we kidding? <laughs> <laughs> Tony's probably gets ID when he shows up to WWE. <laughs> you know I'm right. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, same. Ali didn't win. Gutted, but hopefully the next three months when they get uh, a big show, we'll have that title I don't think him. Buddy should lose it for ages. He's class. I like Ali. You don't like Ali? No, you I do. do like You Ali. want him to be the champ? I do. I see. Fair enough. I prefer Buddy slightly, but... I like Buddy. He's just a slightly worse Nevlin-y. Which is like take over... Walking yeah, right. It's slightly worse. <laughs> yeah. ne- Neville's is New Orleans. <laughs> I think Meltzer was comparing Buddy Murphy to Kenny Omega in terms of his moveset. Oh, stuff. come on. No, like, he knees a lot. He does some Kenny Omega what stuff. What does Buddy Murphy sum up with tickets like? No. <laughs> I think he's uh-huh. right. I can see similarities in their games. All right. Kenny Omega's obviously better, but yeah. They run the same. Frantically. It's like. 
and then they're off. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Kenny does a double step where he starts running. Oh, yeah. Like a lovely horse. Yeah, yeah. Like a lovely horse. Like a lovely horse. A lovely, <laughs> lovely horse. My lovely And then we heard the Survivor Series match, which mattered for Baron Corbin and nobody else. Well, Shane got a chance to oh, be yeah, a about hero. Yeah. Oh. Nothing means it's more. Yeah, Smackdown Live doesn't mean more to anybody else apart from Shane McMahon. This is everything for Shane McMahon. Finally, he's booked right in the match, being a knackered old man. <laughs> Oh. Finally, I loved it. It was fantastic. Yeah, I was going to say, it was so good once you get beat up. Yeah. Oh, the Van Shainanader. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> just loved it when he's just like, he can't move, and they're just going, go on, Shane, you can do it one more. Miz, Miz, Miz Miz, I believe in you. <laughs> go on. Fantastic. Oh. Finally, they realise what he is. Yeah. He's not a UFC fighter <laughs> who's 23 years old and full of spunk and vinegar. He's an old man. Like Spud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looked like ground meat after this. It was lovely. And then the highlight was Miz realizing at the wrestle Braun zooming on his face, it's like, <laughs> and then Braun following him, Miz running, and then Shane McMahon who's been eliminated. Oh yeah, he hits <laughs> Shane. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Oh, it was, just, it was like the kid that Eddie Kingston ran over in Impact Wrestling. <laughs> oh, loved it. I don't remember anything else apart from Shane McMahon getting beat up, so I enjoyed mm. this. Um, well, one thing was that Drew eliminated Samoa Joe in like a minute. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, I thought that was all right. Bad Why? for Samoa Joe, but oh. but Drew, you needed something to make Drew look really cool, and Joe yeah, I mean. Joe didn't. He rolled immediately out of the ring once he got pinned. It wasn't. I don't know if that was a bit of an Austin Aries, but he didn't. He wasn't like knocked out. He wasn't totally done. He was just caught by surprise. I don't know. I feel like Samoa Joe obviously deserves more, but if because it was Drew, I think I'm fine with it. It's biased, but you know. Hmm. Yeah. I'll wait and see. Okay. Then the unexpected highlight of the night, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte. I think you mean Goldberg versus Steven Regal. <laughs> raps all over the place. Good raps. Jesus. Yeah. Um, I like Charlotte's style of uh, the big match he has. It's all the flips and all this. Was not ready for this. No. So I don't know if they said, look, just pretend you're Becky Lynch. <laughs> well, um, well, well, I do that now. We'll get on the <laughs> no, yeah, Once we get on the SmackDown, yeah. Look, we'll just... just Call you Becky Flair. It's all right. It's <laughs> fine. But no, this was, uh, yeah, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it was class. It's like um, UFC 4 or something. There There was there was so many. Ronda now is is genuinely getting really good. Not hmm. just as like a, a showcase wrestler who can do the big set piece moments and stuff, but her reversals were absolutely class in this match. Hmm. There were a variety of them and everything. She's just a natural. She just never speaks, should she? Yeah. Oh, if she speaks. Oh, tweet. God, yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ, how you many times can you have your pants pulled down? We in the snow with your penis, Becky. Penis <laughs> envy. And she's like, no, that's not what the... Okay. Eat some kale, shut up. <laughs> Sandy Hook was a work. Wow, that... Oh, no. Hey, she tweeted it. Oh, no. Well, she didn't actually tweet that. I mean, she's... <laughs> it wasn't that cut and dry, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I quote... <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yes, uh, loved it. It was like, oh, it was like really gripped. Like, oh, okay. Because like, again, it's like, oh, Charlotte's replacing. Ah, who cares? I'm like, oh, I care. All right, sweet. And then something weird happened. Uh, Charlotte went, ah, nuts to this. And started attacking her. And then the crowd went nuts. And then to the point where Ronda Rousey gets sympathy, you know, she's good, I'd say very good wrestler considering her uh, level of experience. But in terms of likability, oh, she's Mm -hmm. a, I mean, 
Charlotte's always going to be liked when Becky Lynch isn't there. Yeah, yeah. But when she comes along, she's just going to get booed. And same for Ronda, who's going to get booed when Charlotte Flair's not there. Right. So she's, she's way down the totem pole. And yeah, they just booed her unmercifully. 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 Nice. Not only have I, can I not say words, yeah, usually, but, also, but I'm also full of... Oh, he's done the plug. Um, so yeah, what do you guys think? It's the old Roman Reigns thing, isn't it? How they try to make Roman Reigns, who to me and you, is a six foot four... Bronzed, tattooed, lovely long hair, really nice wife, lots of money, lovely child. Handsome, and sat very here on handsome. This podcast. We've got to relate to this man and feel sorry for him. <laughs> oh, poor Roman. So now we have Ronda Rousey, who she's earned everything she's got, but she's also a millionaire. She's this, that, and the other. UFC, Hall of Fame, all this malarkey. We've got to feel sorry for her. Those I mean, two sat here. How, now, how can we relate to that? And now they've decided mm. to get her to bash the really popular one for being our age, even yeah. though she's like two days, literally two days younger than it. But, you know... Oh, is that right? No, Becky, we're, we're, Becky we're Generation Y, us two. Generation Y? Is it Generation Y? Gen Y. You have your millennials from 1981 to 91, and then what? Generation Y from 92 to 91. Is that real? I think oh, so. Oh, I haven't checked which one I'm, I'm, I am. Oh, I'm going to um, check. I'm a Sagittarius. A, you might be a bloody millennial. I think you're a millennial, pal. Well, yeah, yeah, Becky. Do you like your avocado, D on the toast? <laughs> I love all these people talking about this because this is like a very specific genre of American millennials that apparently every person above the I age or below the age of so-and-so has to be like... I think before Ronda's first tweet, Vince might have just been to a coffee shop and just suddenly realised and been like, oh, no! Look at them glasses! Hick <laughs> <Dick> Red! <laughs> He's gonna come! No. <laughs> um, I think that... Um, like... Well, yeah, by the way, I was going to say, yeah, Becky, I think, is older than Ronda, and I think it is literally by two days as well. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... Oh, yeah, I am an early millennial... Mil- oh, my God. Ah. Millennial... <laughs> yes, I am one of them. Um, so, yeah, anyway. I don't think that we realised, still, it's cool watching someone else beat the hell out of someone else. Yeah. It's not like, oh, yeah, I prefer Charlotte over Ronda. It's cool. She went rage on her. It was a really good beatdown as it's, well. Yeah. It's like, the way she was doing it for the man as well, which is what everyone wants. Yeah. This is for Becky. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then like Ronda's like, oh, th- you know, what turns around really fake, like, oh, the beat pause and look at my fans. We're cheering me. It's like, ah, oh, what the, <laughs> what are you yeah. doing? But I thought that apart from all the like crowd nuance aside, I thought it was really good from both like the oh, match. what a match. I thought, what can top that? And then. What, what could top that? Oh. It was like David versus Goliath. It was fantastic. Only this time, David won. Well, yes. he didn't. Yeah, Goliath still won. Goliath still won in the end. Brock Lesnar won. I've this messed match. up the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> that is very unlike that's me. That's all right. That's, that's the only thing I have going for me. That and Banyan. <laughs> uh, yes, what a match. Um, uh, yeah, so great, Brock. You know, Heyman at ringside, just, just finish it. Let's go home and, you know, drink a Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drink a yeah. Coors Light. Oh, Coors Light, that was it, yeah. yeah. Then maybe I'll lie on top of my wife. Yeah. Um, and just like, nah, we'll keep on doing this. And then Brian, being a diddler now, able to heal smart him. Get a heel. Oh, we're not saying diddler anymore? Not in the current climate, I don't think we are. <laughs> oh, who now? You know, you must have heard the news. Ellsworth. Allegedly. Allegedly. At the time of recording. Anyway. Back to the match. <laughs> Sorry, I'll beg your pardon. I'll say it so non-offensively. We can re-edit. Um, Brian is such an Ellsworth now. No. That, yes. That, uh, yeah, he was able to outsmart him because he does have the skills to do that. So the story became, can he outsmart him? Can he bit him in the dick? Um, it's very popular for SmackDown champions now for some reason. Um, to, oh, oh, I thought you said great. he bit him in the dick. 
Yeah, you hit him in the dick. That, yeah, that might work as well. Yeah, that would work too, yeah. <laughs> might give him strength, it's a Brock. Um, <laughs> Just imagine Vince backstage. I want you to bite him in the cock. He's gonna, he's gonna, no. he's gonna bite his dick. Um... <laughs> Just monkey hormones everywhere over Brock's face. Like this and yeah. <laughs> I love Vince McMahon, me, with all my heart. He's a fantastic human being, isn't he? Brock's like, my dick? <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> what happened? Oh, yeah, it was just great. I just, yeah, there was a pitch perfect match, I thought. Mm. I love cocky Brian. Mm. He can do cocky like a few others, can't he? Right, and he's supposed to be a bad guy, but in this instance, he's good because he's wrestling Brock and he's. <laughs> the mega underdog here but again it's always cool seeing someone outsmart someone else so it's you know it did was you like... see his animal crawl down the ramp yes animal style you know, I told you about this on the last podcast you and did he, actually and then he did it he actually yeah. did it on the ramp you, yeah he did different animal styles he did, the animal, yes. he did crawl down it I was like yeah. never mind that he did the God Night Joe dance tomorrow yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I liked it um, I was sad that he lost but I mean Brock I, I kept forgetting that it was Brock because he sells really well and he was about right. to tap out. I was like, yeah! Even and though, you had the look on his face like, oh. Even though logically yeah. I should think, well, he's never going to. But yeah, I yeah. thought, oh, you know. I thought it was class. I think it's the best compliment they can give when you go, oh, ah, he's not winning. Oh, he might win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Like the McGregor Mayweather feel. There's no chance of him winning. But what if? But he's really good <laughs> at talking about yeah, it. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I have a series. Uh, Slow st- if you watch just the last two hours, what a show! Yeah, just watch it from the cruiserweight, it's all you need to do, and it's fantastic. Well, that's basically what NXT does just as half a show, the good half, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so, a good two days of wrestling, yeah. to say the least. Uh, and then it went downhill, the f- but first, more about though. that yeah, later yeah. on because we've got something very sponsored important. by beer. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Whoa! <laughs> What's that? Song that I've done there. Oh, 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 oh. Anyway, carry on. Oh. Sorry. Hello, my friend. Yeah. Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yep. Yes, it's the Hall of Fame. And last week's choices were the Seth Rollins laugh. <laughs> there you go. That was a fridge door opening. And do you have the time? Green Day. Yeah, Dookie. Which album was it? Dookie. 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 Oh, good album. Yeah, As yeah. much discussion came up on Twitter, it was very nice discussing. The guy, I feel like I should apologise to the dude who I was lampooning by nominating Dookie because he was like, I didn't mean any offence. And I was like, I'm feeling really bad now. He's apologised like three times. And... He's apologised? It's a great, it's a good Green Day album. No, no, he I know. He thought, he thought I was like actually upset by the whole twit. Twitter conversation with him and oh. me and Aria Blake and I wasn't yeah, it was fine did he work you into a shoe? he did we worked oh. yeah but it's all good there is no beef it's squashed mine was Dookie and yours was the AWA team series challenge that was un- unaired until now mm. the network I don't know the result please show us I don't want to say it's has, a landslide it has to be the AWA but it was a landslide come on I can't yeah, see on the thing yeah 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 Seth Rollins oh. laugh we had 100 what? And 85 votes this week, when I saw it, 77% of those were for Rollins. Wow. Never mind, eh? It's fixed. (laughs) (laughs) It is a good laugh, you know? It was. (laughs) Oh, right. Yeah, good for you. Thanks a lot, thanks. All right, then. You go first. I will go first. My pick can only be... Mr. David Arquette. Oh, fair enough. Yes. Fair play to that, man. If you've been living in a cave or perhaps Amish, you may be unaware that Mr. David Arquette, uh, former WCW World Heavyweight Champion David <laughs> Arquette, decided just because he loves wrestling so much, 
just because, well, he certainly doesn't need the he money. He wants a bit of respect, doesn't he? Yeah, he's got those uh, friends, uh, residual checks, paying his way. Just to wrestle, Nick F. Engage. Scary, man. Future of Hardcore. Uh, former the, convict. That's former convict for yeah. Game Changer Wrestling. Yeah, it's paid his due to society and all that, and I guess what, that's what David Arquette was doing in this match as well <laughs> since the wrestling, and it got a bit out of hand as opposed to all those normal matches that don't get out of hand in a hardcore match with Nick Cage. And I never thought I'd see David Arquette get, get obviously visit, very annoyed and he was bleeding very heavily from the side of his neck. It looked like um, Spud's pants, and <laughs> went outside. I think about it, get back in. It's like all right, just pinners. And then Nick Cage is like, all right, let me set up the second spot. And you actually get up. It's the idea of David Arquette going, and raged, maybe got a bit mad for real, real, and threw stuff at Nick Cage. And Nick Cage pinned him with an over-the-throw, over-the-shoulder judo throw. Nice. I got that in one take. A pipeless pit. You guys ready for the end of the match? You guys ready? (laughs) Bang. Ronda, love it when she does that. Um, the shoulder, uh, I saw the now. I saw the clip of um of Nick Gage accidentally I think cutting his throat with the well not yeah. his throat but cutting his but neck yeah, yeah, area yeah. with the with the light tube, and David Arquette turns round and pins him down like that and goes <laughs> yeah yeah right, and right. Nick Gage looks terrified of David Arquette he's like you're right I was like what's yeah. going on David Arquette's taking a screenshot of that that one moment yeah, and yeah, yeah, Nick yeah. Gage realizes yeah. like oh okay oh <laughs> how in what world is is David Arquette the scarier man in that? I don't understand. But anyway. But uh, yeah, uh, this was the main event of GCW. You mm. alternate between these insane events with international superstars like the great Sasuke and Anita and also having <laughs> David Arquette. Here we go. Yeah. And um, this made news everywhere. And it looked like genuinely like the wrestler with Mickey Rourke <laughs> he wrestles Necro Butcher. Yeah. Um, well, it's but one for of real. those situations that gave wrestling a bad name from like people outside, didn't it? Because, oh, look at this violent, gnarly, old-fashioned wrestling lock. Look what it's done to our pretty David Arquette. <laughs> <laughs> pretty David Arquette. <laughs> our pretty David Arquette. I think he did was Bone Tomahawk, where he, he bled as much in that film as he did in this. I know him mainly from being Courtney Cox's ex-husband. I think a lot of people yeah. do. Yeah. And Eight-Legged Freaks. And Ready to Rumble. Oh, yeah, of course. I still haven't seen Diamond it. Upside Down is a pussy. Yep. Good film. And he... What the hell? And, uh, yeah, he had more screams this match than his filmography. Yes. And, yeah, David Arquette. Good for him. Um, this, again, it was weird because people then got on the Twitter machine and decided to tell everybody else how wrestling should be and run the impression that nobody can wrestle hardcore, not even the wrestlers that enjoy doing it. So yeah, uh, Hurricane Helms' take? Was it Hurricane? It might have been. I'm 93% sure it was Hurricane. I think everybody had opinion so here. It was so. irresponsible of the boogers of that, whoever it was, for putting him in that situation because he wasn't experienced enough. I think it was Hurricane. Where do you sell on that? I mean, yeah, people are saying, yeah, that's a fair enough point. But the other debate is, where do you go to learn hardcore wrestling? Well, hardcore Funk, wrestling school? Go to <laughs> Funk Jr.'s Funkin' Dojo. Week one, light tubes. Week two, <laughs> concrete blocks to the head. I think that if as long as you're a decent, like, foot fundamentally trained which I think Arquette has is now by this stage and are decently hard like you're not going to pass out the first time you get hit mm-hmm. and not going to panic then on deathmatch or hardcore matches much easier to work than a normal wrestling match just because there's less moves you're just hitting each other you could I'd imagine that, yeah. that no offence to like Jimmy Havoc or anyone because Havoc can wrestle when he wants to you know 
he can. He just gets paid more to do hard boys, <laughs> yeah. as he says every every yeah. interview he gets. But yeah, I mean, if they told him beforehand, look, Nick Gage, this guy, MGK, mm. is going to hit you with this, and he went, okay, mm. that's fine. If you got yeah. the ring and went, well, what's that? Then yeah, shame on them. I'm but... a bit scared of Nick. He's like the new New Jack, isn't he? He's like the legit. Like, whoa, he's dangerous. Him. Yeah, but he's he's dangerous outside the ring. Right. He doesn't hurt you in, inside. New Jack the ring. is dangerous. Is this like, <laughs> like a slim transit incident. Slim Mass transit. transit. <laughs> slim transit. Oh, right. I got it. Marquette, slim, slim transit. transit. Slim. That was a new gimmick. I'm slim transit. Yes, I'm. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Should I do mine now? Yes, please yes, do. Thank you. Um, I'm not going to win anyway, so I must enjoy So, that. Ric Flair is famously in the Hall of Fame twice. Once as a horseman, once as Ric Flair. Um, I'm going to go for our own version of Ric Flair, which is the security woman who tried to stop Rob Gronkowski yes. at <laughs> WrestleMania 33 and has now. Tried to, well, successfully stopped Enzo Amore at Survivor Series 2018. Can't remember her name off the top of my head either, but... I think it was Wendy. Let right. me just check. Oh, Keep Wendy. Going. Are people going to make her on, like, 2K19 with Goldberg's music? I, I, I hope that she, um... I hope that she gets Wendy. it. Wendy. <laughs> Wendy. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> but it's a really short walk, just from ringside. Handicap match against uh, <coughs> Gronk and a great wrestler of Enzo. Speared Enzo, speared a Gronk. Um, unfortunately, the one most likely to get in the WWE Hall of Fame in any time in the future is Gronk. Out of the three of them, there she, she is, be- Lisa. Lisa. Lisa, you can follow oh, her. Lisa, Lisa, Lisa D two three four two. That's a gang. That number is how many people she's kicked out of arenas. <laughs> Big Lisa D. Yeah, she's a bona fide genius, certified stud, and you can't teach it. And um, that's you know, I think she should go in again. Yes. Yes. Ross. I'm going to go for AJ Styles' bollocks. <laughs> right. Because I've had a tough year. <laughs> We've all seen that compilation video going around Twitter and whatnot this week. 1812 Overture. Yeah. Um, and I just think uh, I need a, a bit of time off, first and foremost, but a bit of a pick-me-up in the form of a Hall of Fame <laughs> induction. Should, <laughs> should it win? How are we going to represent that vision? Oh, I'll think of a more. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm open to suggestions as well. Excellent. Yeah, you are very suggestible. Uh, yes, I know the guy needs uh, time off from his W contract, yeah. allegedly. Maybe. Um, okay, cool. I th- no, well, I, no, I was about to say, I think, isn't that, I know you were joking, but I think that's for f- to spend more time with his family, I guess. And maybe just because he's in his 40s. As his well. family jewels, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so those are the votes. Please go to beer52.com. Patreon.com. Then afterwards, go yeah. to... Patreon.com forward slash cultaholic for all your voting needs. And desires. And beer52.com for all your drinking and alcoholic needs. Aye. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the Raw and Smackdown recap. Beer52, the only thing that Lisa can't kick out of an arena, uh, proudly sponsors this next bit. Yeah. Probably not proudly, but you know, <laughs> I've got a choice in the matter, so I've just plugged them. And which is the Raw and Smackdown and NXT. Oh, it's a weak week, Matthew. It, it was, a week, was week. a weak week. It was two shows that was. Awful, apart from two segments, or one segment on each, Yeah, I thought. Ambrose on Raw. Got the notes, big pun. And then uh, D-Bry on SmackDown. Braun Strowman challenged acting general manager Baron Corbin to a tables, ladders and chairs match. I think they accepted. They had a 30-minute match, which went bleeding nowhere, and then they attacked Braun Strowman and injured him because he's injured for real. She's done it again, hasn't she, Lady Bollocks? Shifted the goalposts for no good reason whatsoever. Yeah, she went. Arsehole. So originally it was meant to be, if you help us win. You if you need Raw to win at Survivor Series, you can yeah. have Wal- uh, Bar- 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 
Harry Chuggle, and then you can have Brock Lesnar as well. But yeah. now she said, you've, you've got to beat Baron first before yeah. you... Ah, why? She's just... She's an and Strowman went, all right then. Mm. Yeah? Why? Didn't even... And call her out on it. Yeah, Bronson went, so that makes Survivor Series a complete waste of time because this is literally <laughs> the only storyline that meant anything after this show. And she went, yeah, and you went, all right, fine. <laughs> oh, the storyline was that SmackDown didn't win a single match. <laughs> we were all like, so? Well, I don't care. Yeah. I'd rather SmackDown won, if anything. But never mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was it. So, yeah, Braun Strowman appear- apparently going to be out maybe until Rumble. Well, it's a pe- he's having bone spurs cleared out of his elbow, apparently. And I'd, no one seems to know how long he's going to be out for. Um, he might miss TLC, he might not, but I think everyone's leaning towards he's probably going to miss TLC. So, yeah, the rumble, I guess, yeah. makes Because I thought they'd actually announce this match, like uh, Braun versus Baron. But they then did in that segment, didn't but then he Yeah, but then... Injured, the, yeah. So right. I thought it was a pre-existing... Because he was wearing an elbow pad at Survivor Series. I thought it was a pre-existing thing. I think it was. That they used the right amount of TV. Right. Um... Also, uh, Braun, just a l- l- last little bit on this promo bit before the match, Baron got really confident when Braun went, oh, TLC match, and Baron went, you're a fool, that plays right into my hands. And I was like, does it? I get that it's no DQ and that, you know, you can use weapons and that, but he's still Braun Strowman. I don't I didn't get why Baron... And then Stephanie went, we're going to have a six-man tag team match, and Baron's in one team, and Baron went, oh, no. And I was like, why is he so scared of a six-man on Raw and not... A I think it's because Braun's a, 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 a lot bigger than... I think I'm pissed as a fart after two half cans here. <laughs> wow, what good value for money. <laughs> two beers and you're talking crap. I think he's Baron's thinking that uh, he's a bit lighter and a bit more nimble than Braun, and that'll help him climb a right. ladder. But there's no, I, don't, I didn't think it was a climbing one. I thought it was just a beat each other up one. I thought the logic Nothing was he knows he's a wuss against Braun, so I'll just hit him with a chair and a table like me playing the PlayStation 2 games going, oh, thank God, it's no DQ. <laughs> chair, 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 pin. Uh, which, yeah, you're right. Technically, Brock Rollins like, I can do that to you as well. Maybe but... he thinks that, like, Lashley and McIntyre can get involved because there is henchmen now. Yeah, there we now go. Right, right, some... right. Now there is henchmen now. Yeah, because he keeps on sneak attacking and cheating and all yeah. that. So, yeah, not a great delivered line, though, if yeah. I'm not overanalyze yeah. it like it's Reservoir Dogs. Or By the way, I got a huge scope. Huge. Like Stevie Aaron. Uh, the Baron Corbin open. on Tuesday put a thing on Instagram saying Braun said he was going to give me these hands he can't anymore or something like that and I was like well why did you hit his elbow then and he replied he said elbows take longer to heal oh so there we go that's why Baron shut up Mark <laughs> <laughs> um, Ro- hey, they're a good way if you're looking to build an Instagram audience by the way just comment on everyone's pictures that's how I get you about 20 or 30 a time what do you say just anything like on Undertaker just go hello thick daddy and stuff like that and you get 20, 20 followers are you going to go on <laughs> Are you going on spuds and be like, choke me, choke me show? I don't think I follow him. I'll follow him and I'll start doing it. I'll let you know how it goes. That's horrible. <laughs> don't follow him. Uh, Raw Women's Champion Ronda Rousey defeated Mickey James in an open challenge match. But Mickey James. I didn't even mean to come out. Sorry, the banyan's hitting me. <laughs> Mickey James. Uh, yes, this. Yes, God almighty. Sorry. That is, sorry. You know when it, it, it builds up and then stitch you. Uh, the promo beforehand, again. You like someone. Haven't minded Ronda these weeks. They didn't mind her during the Bellas feud because she seemed like she was defending proper wounds wrestling and it was all right. But when, again, Becky looked real, Charlotte looked real, and then she just sounds and She's looks reciting like, lines. Yeah, it's exactly. Horrible. They're good lines. She delivers them well. Yeah, some of them. But but, I mean, I, I don't mean that at all. She delivers them horribly. Like she's reciting lines. Yeah. Right. What am I trying to, you know what I'm trying to say here. Yeah, yeah she looks and sounds fake. Yeah. You may say that you avocado coffee drink wearing eating like, like yeah 
I thought it. I think she'll be fine because her next opponent's going to be Naya, and everyone will cheer Ronda then. But then after that, I don't know what's going to happen. God, what if they what if they cheer Naya? <laughs> They're not going to cheer Naya. Yeah. Well, we hope. Yeah. Intercontinental Champion Seth Rollins attacked Dean Ambrose. Oh, the other noteworthy thing of Raw. Dean Ambrose comments. Oh, God. He's well, a doctor. <laughs> we know what we did in the Shield. Apparently, it's some horrible stuff as the Shield. They beat like, up some baby faces like every heels do. Yeah, we sneak attacked Sheamus that one and time. Ryback. We beat up Ryback. So it's the... It makes sense that Roman Reigns have to answer to the man upstairs yeah. for his actions. Like, I was like, whoa. I, I didn't realize you said it the first time. And it goes, and goes oh, oh, he, he's like, haha, you got leukemia because you hit Daniel Bryan with a chair one time. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Uh, lots of negative feedback for this from Wade Keller in particular. Oh, yeah. Did a big yeah, yeah. article about that. And again, overanalyzing what wrestling fans think and say, but it's weird I don't I wasn't like I was offended or hurt by it it's just not really what you want to hear oh I, I didn't I'm not speaking with people I wasn't really entertained by it I'm not right. like oh I hope Seth beats Dean you're just like really yeah. I was like ah, it's when he said it it's like oh not like ooh it's yeah like, oh. like, <laughs> there's any need for that and if like, any feud doesn't need to be built on that if any feud has enough right. history behind it and stuff it's this one I don't know what I need to do but that's twice they've done it in a few weeks now they had nine arts glasses just to make Ruby Wright look like more of a dick yeah which yeah. we already knew already yeah. now they've done this oh yeah and then she got revenge by uh, pinning with a roll up <laughs> do you remember when they did it with Charlotte and Paige randomly I know oh, yeah, and Paige yeah, was like yeah. your little baby brother and I was like Whoa. remember your brother that died for yeah. real and, and then they nowhere. cut it out afterwards. Like, you know what? That probably wasn't the most suitable of things. Um, By the way, Paige and Charlotte were really cordial with each other on SmackDown this week. They forgot. That's all in the past. Yes. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> and oh, yeah. And uh, Ambrose brought up the fact that everyone stunk, which apparently was in reference to. I didn't think of this at the time. Again, Wade Callett pointed out to me because I'm thick, I guess. Um, of all the, the, the forest fires that have been happening. No, it's not. Ah, oh, he's clutching at straws. I don't think that's true. Again, it's one of things where I didn't look at it like this, but other people LA's, took at it, so I don't know. LA is a famously polluted city. I think it's filled oh. with pollution, the smog. Yeah, I don't think that's that at all. I just thought when he said smelly wrestling fans, I went, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went all in. And uh, yeah, the. <laughs> God, I'm sorry. But the. Um, it's true. The. Yeah, so. Any other thoughts? Yeah, there was this controversial thing at the start of the show, apparently, maybe controversial. I think it was Wade Carroll again. Stephanie used some strange language in the opening promo. Oh, oh yeah. I see. Again, I didn't even, didn't even look, realize uh, until he pointed out. I didn't. But then once, that was what, so I don't think the smelly one has a leg to stand on, really. I don't think that's about the fires. But this one, the word dismemberment now is being so widely used in the reporting of the Jamal Khashoggi case that it is kind of tied to it. Especially it's a corporate so liability as well. And a cor- it'll be a corporate liability when you dismember Baron Corbin. And I was like... That's a bit spiteful. You can say anything else in the world apart from those three words and they went and said them twice mm, or thrice yeah. in the same promo. Definitely deliberate, I think. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't know. It's not like I'm defending WWE. It's just that they do use words like that. There was this ridiculous language. Yeah. Like, so he's going to beat the piss <coughs> out of... Oh, sorry, Spud. He's going to beat the hell out of you or anything like that. I'm going to kill you. And they whatever. do use It's always like, he's going to destroy He's going to destroy It's all these, you know, these, these corny comic book words. So yeah. I don't know. It doesn't help the argument, though, that they are still plugging... And it's very subtly, because it's pretty much like, oh, this film's coming out, blah, 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 blah. Um, The thing that Shane, did Shane McMahon fund it? Um, oh, his yeah. Wife, his wife. His wife, sorry, Shane McMahon's wife's mm, funded that yeah. thing, which is about a journalist going to another country. State killing or something, isn't it? State yeah. killing. You're like, of all the times this had come out, it's like the FIFA documentary that came out when, uh, what's his name, was getting investigated for fraud. Seth Blatter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, great. It's like, oh, yeah, this film just don't look too much. 
But you'd just think after, you'd, sorry, you'd think after the fallout the last few months, you just wouldn't say it, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, funny, they'll say dismemberment. Uh, go ahead quickly. Uh, the Miz TV segment, they're not calling it Saudi Arabia anymore. Uh, a crown jewel anymore. They're calling it the World Cup. <laughs> Come on, that, you know that match at World Cup? Oh. So yeah. Don't don't mention crown jewel, but they'll say dismemberment. Yeah. It's so, I don't know, it's maybe, mm. maybe not. You can not. see Vince McMahon go, just say it. There's we'll no stick two more fingers up at that. You're gonna <laughs> kill this man in the. Fr- <laughs> You're gonna dismember the. Okay. Um, it, it, oh God. Uh, there's no benefit to them doing this though. No, there's not. No. It's literally like you know no. what we should do. We should make, we should make fun of that. But yeah. it wouldn't be the only time, would it? They're a yeah. notoriously petty company. Like, yeah. When they want to be. But yeah. See, I don't know how to go. Maybe it is. Maybe they're just crap. <laughs> maybe they don't realize what they're doing, or maybe I'm being incredibly naive. Anyway, moving on to SmackDown. Charlotte Flair addressed her shocking Survivor Series actions, where she then dismembered the Iconics. <laughs> mm, I didn't. Well, I liked the segment because it was good to watch, but when you sit back and realize what actually happened, mm. that segment was written for Becky Lynch, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And then they just mm-hmm. put Charlotte Flair in there. She'd been re- recast like... Yeah. Um, like one of the Dingles in Emmerdale. <laughs> <laughs> not not our artist's name. Not Andy. Jack. Zach? Is it Jack? Zach's maybe. Oh. That's, I don't know what Emmerdale. Don't Google no, it. No, no, no. I thought I'd say Dingle. I mean, uh, Sugden. Don't Google it. No, I have to. I'm getting it wrong. No, don't Google it. But yeah, um, um, God, it's been years since I've watched Emmerdale. But yeah, he, he, it's one of the things that happens in soaps and everything. They they leave, then come back, and it's like somebody's like a foot taller. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my brother. I'd recognize you anywhere. You're like, who the hell are ye? Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Have um, you seen Becky's Twitter statuses? Have I? Waiting for Sean to dye her hair orange and refer to herself as the man. Do you see the one after it? <laughs> Just been told by my bank that someone called up and tried to withdraw $100,000 because they need to pay a fine woo. No idea who it is. <laughs> oh, um, and someone pointed out on Twitter as well, I think it was Kokobushi. Sorry if it wasn't. When Brock Lesnar elbowed the life out of Randy Orton. We sent him into the nether realm. Oh, someone treated got, me with that, yeah. Oh, yeah, he got fined yeah. $500. <laughs> when Charlotte attacked Ronda, she got fined $100,000. She, she got fined for pushing the refs. It not like, for, oh, no, not was for it? the chair. Oh, yeah, she sorry. Got, Paige went, I get that you were frustrated and wanted to attack Ronda, but you can't be laying your hands on a WWE official. I was like, she tried to break her neck. Here and she lightly pushed John Cohen into the room. Yeah, how much was it? Was it 10,000 or 100,000? 100,000 Charlotte's been fine. $100,000. But Lesnar for beating an official on the best in the world, $500 of payment <laughs> paid in dollar bills. Brock's salary in 2016 was 12 million. Charlotte's is 550K. Brock paid, <laughs> Brock paid 0.042% and Charlotte paid 182 <laughs> Someone replied that because that's inflation for you. <laughs> <laughs> two years yeah. well the economy's rough so yeah uh, it's working though Charlotte's getting positive reactions and if you ignore yeah, I the think, fact I think that... she's fighting for Becky I just think this is another yeah. Roman Reigns thing where they're trying to make us feel sorry yeah. for a flair who's got everything again it's a bit I'll... like that for me I mean you have to ignore the point that yeah they've all got money and they're all doing well I get what you're saying but I, and just the characters that are playing on TV um, yeah they've been friends so it's it's weird. I'm more concerned with the fact that they've been friends, then they've turned enemies, and then she's like, ah, well, she's injured. Let me just take over. My voice broke then. <laughs> Thank you for not pointing it out. What are you going to say, Jack? I'm just worried. that I, I just really want the WrestleMania main event to be Ronda and Becky and not Ronda and Charlotte. Because Ronda and Charlotte, it's a good match, but we've seen it now. Right. I, I want, and I think Becky deserves it. Like, she's so over. Mm. Yeah. Shame at Man and the Miz. 
teamed up in a tag bout after Misty. I love this. Did you? I, I actually... I did it, I, 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 I laughed my ass off. Because Miz was so... He's, oh, I love Miz so much. Miz but he great. was so... <laughs> so funny kissing his ass. Me and you, we should team up. She's like, no. Jane, a horrible actor, but he's still managing around. Miz can act for 10 men, which is just as well. And yeah, we'll team up. We'll tag. We'll be a tag team. Shane, Shane and Miz, be the great. The, we'll be the world's great. He didn't say the world's greatest yeah. tag team, did he? As in Shelton and Charlie Hart. Shane Miz. I think you said. <laughs> I think you said. We've got a tag team here. And, you know, two jobbers came out. I yeah. didn't even know who they were. So they weren't even the good Bryan jobbers. The brothers. No, but I like in terms of like Evolve or whatever. Right. And then Corey Graves spent the entire match talking in one breath. It's quite amazing. And then it's like, yeah, oh God, this. We're tagging in Shane. No, no, you, you got it. I don't really want to do anything. Oh, that's fine. Gets rolled up with a pin. I, I genuinely laugh. If people weren't, because I didn't mention <laughs> it in my video this week, and people were like, how could you not mention that? The Miz, a proper superstar, got pinned by a jobber. He's a heel. We're meant to laugh at the guy. Yeah. yeah. That was the point what, of the segment. Did you laugh at it? Did you say it was good on the... Ah, yeah, I laughed at it. I loved it. Uh, oh, good. I thought it was all right. <laughs> Why didn't you point it out? <laughs> yeah, that's what I... Uh, I think wait. I gave it a B. So I liked it. But I didn't hate it. Yeah. Right, where Corey pointed out that one of the Bryan brothers was seen selling knockoff merch on the streets <laughs> before the show. <laughs> Earl Hebner, he's yeah. <laughs> And the other one was caught dismembering a journalist. Oh. And it, Daniel Bryan pronounced the yes movement dead in a fantastic promo. Mm. Where mm. someone said he came up dressed as Kurt Cobain, which is nice. Um, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I, <don't, laughs> I think like the EZW zombie. <laughs> Come back to life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, like the lovely. Brian is from Washington State as well, where Kirk Cobain's from. Yeah. Excellent, good. That's it. Imagine if he's there next week with the guitar in the ring. Is that <laughs> just singing a depressing song about yeah. AJ Styles? <laughs> he's the one, and I kick him in the dick. And oh, in blue. Yeah. And he don't know what it means. Uh, what was I talking about? Yes, I like this. Apart from the fact that he kept on talking about the chamber he was in, and I kept on. Th- is that talking about a metabolic chamber? <laughs> What? <laughs> what? Was he keep on saying a meta? meta oh, I was in the one we recovered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't understand anything about this, so it's like I was in a metabolic t- time chamber. No, no, no. It was. What's a, the word he used? Bio, biometric meta, chamber. Something like where that. Where they have 100 oxygen. Season. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So it spoke spark up a tab and dies. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and it was a great moment. He's like, yeah, I'm not giving up my dreams. Regardless of what you people. Thing or do was like he's okay. That's a nice. Around, yeah, he just, just blame creative, didn't he? Because he's like the yes, the yes chance died down. That's because they booked you horribly. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> so he said a lot again. One more time. Good guy turns bad. Says nothing but the truth. And you're like, oh, I'm supposed to boo this guy. Yeah. I did say some stuff that was heelish though, like when he said, um, and when when I when I had the chance to kick Brock Lesnar in the balls, my dreams took over, and that's what I did. Or he said like. My dreams. Oh, that was when he kicked AJ Styles and something like that. He said yeah, when he kicked AJ Styles in the ball, and then he went. And my dreams told me that I didn't need to beat Brock Lesnar to win. <laughs> it's like, what are you on about? But it was good because mm. he's just crazy. I like it. Yep, liked it. Uh, Randy Orton defeated Rey Mysterio. I don't know why that's just the main event. Oh, but, but the spot was good. Unmasked him twice. I need unmasked him. Yeah, but the spot. I skipped the, it. The baseball Sorry. bouncy slide. He did. A, you know, Mysterio's thing where he skims off the. Yes. He did that to the outside and Randy Orton knocked out him. It was great. Really good. Oh, I might need to watch that then. But I was more interested in the Thanksgiving match. Oh. The first time ever Thanksgiving feast fight. Never before seen a food fight on SmackDown <laughs> on Thanksgiving. Do you remember they did like the oh, was it the Dublin street fight with Sheamus where he was throwing the potatoes? Bar with Tessa, Tessa Blanche. No, no, the one, the one he was. Oh, it was a uh, oh that never any feud with Damien Sando. He was literally throwing potatoes at him. <laughs> 
I'm like, how offensive is this? Oh, there's a question I've left off the mailbag. Someone tweeted a, a, a thing they have. A bloody, what, what's my thing? They have a theory. Um, oh. It's obviously a stiff shot in wrestling. is otherwise known as a potato. Uh-huh. So Nia Jax threw a potato at Becky Lynch's <gasps> way, didn't she? Yes. Is Nia Jax a racist, the question was? I've left out the mailbag, but I've asked it now, so here we are. <laughs> is she a racist for throwing a potato? Because Becky Lynch is Irish. Because Becky on, Lynch Matthew. is Irish. Becky Lynch is Irish? Come on. Come on, friend. <laughs> you know the OSW boys. You, you know Sorry. an Irishman when you see one. <laughs> or Irish yeah, 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 that right. Um, and I just yeah. realised your hoodie, by the way. Uh-huh. Where the hell did you get that? Oh, um, <laughs> a lovely, a very well-defined establishment known as Primark. And um, <laughs> if you have to ask about it, you can't afford it. Um <laughs> And uh, yeah, I like the highlight of uh, this match. Big Show, who was unretired and it's become so unnoticed because it's, it's not doing much. Fell the table, he's on the apron, and literally Biggie's pushed the ropes and he just went. He kicked the <laughs> rope. He kicked yeah. the middle rope, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. he was like, uh. <laughs> and Biggie put his fist up the turkey, which I think anyone could have predicted would end up happening. If you're like, which one of these lads is going to put their fist he's up the turkey? He's licking the turkey's ass as well. Was he? Yeah. Like Patrice Evra. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so on paper, there's actually some pretty entertaining things when we put it down to this, yeah. uh, stretch over five hours. But the biggest issue is, if you're watching these programs, is the fact that Survivor Series meant nothing in the <laughs> long run, apart from the very entertaining matches they had. So it's bizarre that they've had some storylines and they've had to, again, work around the, the, the pay-per-views they've had to work around rather than with them. But TLC's up. Another gimmick pay-per-view, and then Rumble will start, and things will come back to normal. So can't wait for the Rumble weird now. time. I feel like with all these super showdowns and crown jewels and everything, I just want the Rumble so badly. I want to be back on the roads of Viridian City. I'm on the road, road to Viridian City. I'm on the road. Yeah, to WrestleMania. Absolutely. Um, thank you very much, Banyan, for endorsing us. We're not done yet. What's going on? NXT. All oh, right. Let's just pause them for a break. Um, um, Ed, the second, the, the deleted scenes on the NXT DVD. Uh, Keith Lee, looking good. Lars Sullivan, also looking good Probably because apparently he's getting brought up because they showed packages on SmackDown. And on Raw, and though. Raw, yeah. Both. yeah that, so they haven't said where he's going. So no, that's a bit of a... There's rumours floating about that it's SmackDown because he's like a small Braun Strowman, so it wouldn't work. Is that a sign that they're getting rid of Joe then? No, Joe's very different to Lars Sullivan. But he's the monster. Joe's like an athletic monster. He's an athlete. He's like a competitor. Whereas Lars Sullivan's like an old school George the Animal Steel, isn't he? Mm. I feel sorry for Lars Sullivan though. Why is that? Because everybody is crapping on him before he's done anything. And I'm sat there thinking, remember Elias in NXT mm. compared to the main roster? Mm. Who's crapping on him? Everybody seeing these promos, you click on the responses on Twitter, which I know is a dangerous thing to do. And all just going, who's this guy? He's not going to work on the main roster. He's been bad in NXT. Yeah, a huge monster that will definitely not work on the main roster. Look at the size (laughs) of him. (laughs) He hasn't been bad on NXT. He's just been not as amazing as everyone else. Yeah. They can't all, like, win a title, then get called up, and then do nothing. Sometimes you have to skip that bit, then do nothing on Raw and SmackDown. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Andrade. Oh, he deserves more. The other thing was... 205 Live. I've not seen him. Me neither. Oh, NXT UK. Sam's the man for this now. There is too much wrestling. Any other thoughts? You're not supposed to watch it all. You're just meant to pick what you like. Global localization. Lucha Underground is not on anymore as well, which is sad. (laughs) It's the end of the season. (laughs) Yeah, I know. We're left with the clip. And obviously, Five Star Wrestling isn't on anymore. There we go. There's the reference. Let's all take a shot of our sponsored beer. Cheers! (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Hmm. 
Didn't rehearse that, did we? You can tell because it was crap. Let's have a run in our mailbags. <laughs> it's the mailbag, etc. We'll uh, whiz through these because we're running over time. We're talking too much. You never shut up. Number one, hello to the Diddlers 3. Well, that's us. <laughs> With the return of Arm Celebrity, get me out of here. I was wondering which wrestlers you think could do a good job in the jungle. Obviously, best in the world, Shane O'Mac isn't allowed us. After two days, he would have adapted to the jungle like an Amazonian tribe. But anyone else is permitted. Much love. Callum from Cleethropes. Ooh, nice alliteration there. Oh, Clee. It's from Clee. It's near Grimsby. Yes, Cheers, Callum. Get Vince McMahon in there. That's why he said Cleethropes and not near Grimsby. Get Vince McMahon oh. and I'm a celebrity, please. Just hear the stories. No, just to see him reacting when he hasn't got, like, everything. Because <laughs> apparently he's well known for, like, he's jetting servants and whatnot. Uh, but he's such a man, isn't he? Would he not do all right in the wild? Maybe. He freaked out because he only has three hours sleep, so he, if they have, they still air it 24-7. Yeah, yeah. He'd be, Where's my <laughs> He'd be on every single segment. I want my meat wrap, damn it. <laughs> Say, give me the kangaroo bollocks. He's <laughs> taking all the, all the challenges. He would be class on a challenge, on a bush he would, Yeah, he would never say no, would he? No. Just do it straight away. But then he'd be, no, then he'd be boring people to tears. No, what do you watch? Wasn't that a story that, uh, what's that writer they got? Uh, Famous for being with some anyway, some uh, person were on the plane. Seth Green. No, Is no. Um, actually, work on the team with them. Um, Patrice O'Neill. No, but they, oh, think he could you know that. Anyway, it's the story. Um, Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, that, that was him. Apparently, he said the story that they were on the plane uh, with Vince, and he's watching I don't know Comedy Central or whatever on the plane, and he's like, "What are you watching?" He's like, "Why aren't you watching you know WWE?" And he goes, "Well, I want to watch the comedy." He goes. Well, we have Hornswoggle. <laughs> so he couldn't get over the fact that he, he was watching something else other than the beast. So there's no way he'd be like, what is this? Is this Aaron? People watch this. They'd just be talking about wrestling the entire time. We're like, oh, Jesus. Bollocks, so just make him. a wrestling version. Uh, I'm a wrestler, get me out of here. Oh, Chuck Taylor. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. he's so funny at just being him. Yeah. So he'd be asking, you know, like John Barrowman, you know, do you wipe or sit? Yeah, he'd know? be like, oh, a little bit of a sloppy boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> show our hogs and tweet the rock. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'd go for Ricochet to see him just outclass people in the agility-based challenges. It'd be hilarious to see him just got to get across these rings. And before Dex stopped talking, he's just he's like, "Hey, what's up, yeah. guys? I'm from Kentucky." Yeah, yep. <laughs> and they'd be like, "Hey, do you like fried chicken?" Because that's the only thing I know. My mum would ask. Um, <laughs> the uh, other thing is a oh, quick thing. It's someone put it on Twitter because you're in Kentucky. Yeah, um, is uh, why isn't little Ant or little Deck yeah. replaced? Ant or Deck. Oh, come um, now. Yeah, like, what, what was, was the, the whole point? point? Weren't they the NXT to the main <laughs> brand, Ant <laughs> like and 2002, Deck? they were 9 or 10 or something like that. Yeah, they've got to be like 45 now. Or it's like, <laughs> how long it feels like. Number two, hey guys, hope you're all doing well. Thank you. Many of my friends, including myself, are ex-WWE fans. In brackets, although I do watch NXT and keep informed of the goings-on through your excellent content, that could be literally tens of thousands I of people. we've got a smock. I never watch it, apart from every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Some of us have abandoned wrestling altogether, while others have focused on other outlets such as Ring of Honor and New Japan. However, we have one friend who exclusively watches WWE. He invited us all around to watch Survivor Series after ensuring the group that the product had improved. It was all going rather well for him, as a lot of the guys were enjoying the show, up until that piss-poor... It says in brackets, get it, even though piss poor is in italics. Uh, Drave Maverick's <laughs> pop. The majority of people present came to the consensus that WWE was still as silly as ever, and my friend was left devastated. Whoa! <laughs> They're all mocking him. They're all weeing on him. Just like Yamcha as a whole. So I was curious if you would ever try to convert a non-WWE fan 
by showing them a match or moment you enjoyed, only for it to backfire. All the best, lads. Jack from Belfast. That's a good question. I'm I sure. haven't. If you're not even no, we just I got back into yeah, I got back into wrestling at uni just by yeah. watching the pay per views and being allowed to be awake at four on a Monday morning, not matter, and be drunk. It was a fun thing to do. Yeah. But yeah, so non-wrestling fans would watch that and then just laugh and be a bit nostalgic because like there was a few in the room that actually did care. So like, oh, I can't really be yeah. a dick. We had people that would uh, go over and watch the TNA pay-per-views back when it wasn't possible to watch them properly live in the UK. And then Jeremy Burrows would be like, we're going, we're trending in, uh, in the UK and Twitter. Because great. There's no legal way of watching this right now. That's what you're bragging about. But we watch it and our friends would just be like, all right, there's what? And goes, so he's the champion. He goes, yeah. And he's a bad guy. And he goes, yeah. And you retain if you get DQ'd. He goes, why is this hit with a belt straight away? And it's like, <laughs> some people aren't going to get it and they don't want to get it. Yeah. So it's like, why even bother? Um, I ever tried to... I'm trying to think. I remember... I remember when, like... My, my mom is not a wrestling fan at all. She doesn't care. But she tried to watch a bit of World of Sport, right? It's not WWE, but she watched a bit of World of Sport. The new World of Sport. Try, yeah, yeah. Right. Try and relate to my job and that. And she loved Grado. She loved it. Yeah. She thought he was class. Uh, she hated Martin Kirby in a good way because he was a heel. She, she texted me when it was on like, E Jack, you'll never guess what. Martin Kirby said he can't wrestle because he was busy doing his hair. He's not got any hair. I was like, yeah. He's, got, <laughs> he's got you there, man. <laughs> She's like, I think wrestling's fake. <laughs> so I think with, with non-wrestling fans, oh, sorry, with non-WWE fans, you're never going to convince a, an indie-rific lad like the one who emailed in that WWE is better than what they watch because indie fans are generally more passionate. But mm. the other way, you just need to show them the most family-friendly, classic, old-school, babyface heel stuff you can. There is one bit which kind of backfired and kind of got all right. Watching Raw 05 randomly. My dad would never have us let on wrestling because he hated it. And it was... It wasn't Vista, it was Big Daddy V... No, no. Um, was he just Vista with the big love machine, or was he... The big bad world's love, world's love world's machine. Yeah, right, right. big lad with his cock. Versus John... Yeah, versus John Cena. So he did the thing where he got him on the ground, and it's a bit like, you know, Royce Gracie, except he humps him. Yeah. I mean, I was like, okay, go do your homework now. <laughs> then Tristratus came out and said, all right, after this match. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Thanks, no. Trish. Number three. Hey, Diddlerinos. <sighs> Got to say an Australian accent. Hi, Diddlerinos. Hi, Diddlerinos. Got to swear a lot, so I'm going to do like that way. Despite <laughs> being from Australia, oh, it's not too that. I have a love and affinity for UK television. Hey, vice versa, we love neighbours and home and away. And this got me to thinking. It's definitely Australian since then. If you appear any wrestler from any era from a, with a manager from a UK TV series, who would you choose and why? Oh, this is going to be good. I will allow characters from neighbours, yes, as apparently it's just as popular over there, if not slightly more so, than it is here. Wow. I think more home and away. It's uh, home within. Some examples I thought of are Bernard Black from Black Books paired with Alistair Black. <laughs> Just going like... All right. <laughs> uh, 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 I, I don't really it. care what's going on. Jacqueline McCarthy from Let Me Show. Vicky uh, Cross. Because they're both Scottish. Ramsey Bolton from Game of Thrones to enforce Randall Keith Orton's new sadistic character. Okay. okay. And whoever's popular on the Great British Bake Off, the team with New Day... To make ridiculously incredible. Oh, Greg Wallace good. It's a bice, 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 battery yeah, biscuit bice. <laughs> with a new day, making yeah. pancakes as a match made in heaven. Yeah. Genuinely, thanks so much for the great work over the past year. It means more than you could know. Thank Aww. you. I hope to get over to the UK at some point and I'll aim to travel to Newcastle to shout you lads are proper Australian import. 
thing instead of some other stuff we can't mention on the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a ostrich meat. Oh, thank you, pal. <laughs> uh, cheers, Pete from Brisbane. Thank you, Pete. Brisbane. Brisbane. Oh, thank you. He's a he's a Queenslander. Um, right, I'm trying to think of um, British TV. Oh, it's a good question. I want to have some more prep apart time from the for obvious this. Under deck with the Undertaker, but apart from that. Les Battersby with a wide family. <laughs> Why Les? Don't know. She's got that aura about him, hasn't he? Well, he wasn't the electrician. Or was he always complaining the electricity wasn't on? I don't know. And the wides have always got... Just remember being a bit of a scruffy get, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Representing. Uh, Queenie from Blackadder 2 as GM of... Oh, yes. That's, she is like Stephanie. Yes. In a way. But she she could take a sli- uh, slapping. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like every role. Um, hmm. <laughs> right. I need to think of this. A, a, like I was gonna say, Roy wear... Walker is the manager <laughs> of Finn Balor. <laughs> <laughs> just so when he loses a match, which he does quite regularly these days, it feels like it was good, <laughs> but it's not quite a win. <laughs> <laughs> it's every role. Um, Chris Kamara is the <laughs> kickoff show panelist. <laughs> and we've got a title match tonight, haven't we, Chris? I don't know, Jeff. Have we? <laughs> I don't know. Just I missed that. I don't know, Michael. <laughs> is a title match tonight? <laughs> He's oh. just got the pinfall there. <laughs> Cammy. He's like, I don't, no, what? I don't know, Michael. <laughs> just He'd be good at wrestling as well because you hear about him taking down the, uh, when he got mugged, his pal got mugged in, uh, in Japan, in Brazil at the World Cup in 2014. Oh. His pal had a necklace yanked off him by some little thug and Kamara chased him down, nice. took him down and got the, the necklace back. He'd be good in the ring. Well, he's an athlete. Yeah, he's an athlete. Yeah. I mean, sure. I never... I read his autobiography to find out, oh, he actually played football? So <laughs> <laughs> he knew was the daft guy on uh, <laughs> Soccer, Soccer Saturday. Saturday. I almost said Soccer AM instinctively, sorry. Um, oh, sure, one more. Um, uh, the Dingles versus the Wyatt. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I'll go for... Um, oh, someone off both selector, probably. Like, just... Well, Craig, Craig David, David is the coach of Jake Maverick. Craig, yeah, there you go. Craig <laughs> David. Yeah. Rock Drake. <laughs> go together in our piss bags. Oh no, we're losing. <laughs> Quick, get him, Kez. <laughs> Thank you very much for your very entertaining questions. Uh, please, if you have any questions, keep them yourself and go to beer52.com forward slash cultaholic. And if you have any questions for ourselves, go to uh, mailbag at cultaholic.com. You're right. He's fallen over. It's Cultaholics. Big question. This big question brought to you by the big beer, Soundwave Ipper. That's how they pronounce it over here. Thanksgiving weekend. What are you thankful for in wrestling? It's a good point. Like rather like the Survivor Series openings, Ooh. where it's like Dusty Rhodes saying, "I'm thankful for my polka dots." Was it '93 <laughs> when you got Lex Luger in his house with his family on his knee? Look yeah, all of them. <laughs> look at me and my family. We are having a good time this Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> so it feels like, yes, I'm going to drink this. And just waits for the camera to switch off. Like, go ahead, love. Yeah. Um, like Krusty the Clown. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, something went down my throat. Yeah. Uh, it's a good question, actually, uh, for this week. What What do you... Because being an old, old, old person, I'm very thankful for the fact that, God, it's easy to watch any indie wrestling promotion that has a pivot chair. Because hmm. I want to watch OTT's show. Uh, I think it's called Redemption or some other name like that. Was that the one with Osprey and Walter? No, no, because they put that on YouTube. That was oh, very yeah, thankful yeah, for yeah. that. But they had the other one, the more recent one than that. That was Devin a tag match. Devin and Walter. Yeah, it was a tag match. Right. Um, but I was more interested in seeing, weirdly as it sounds, Dan Barry 
Yes. Because Dan Barry is a guy that started before a lot of the guys that he's obviously now popular, but just hasn't had that same little... Uh, but he has had a little comeback because of the shows he does with, uh, well, basically replacing um, Trent on the High Spots interview shows. Yes. Uh, appearing in Beyond Wrestling and gotten some promotions. And I got to see that show within, like, what, five days of them putting it out? So it's them. Uh, Progress are doing the same. Yeah. I still be of the on-demand. It used to be, if you wanted something like that, you need to know a guy that would advertise their tapes on the back of Power Slam magazine or World of Wrestling. Sam's cousin or whatever. Sam's cousin, yeah, right? Yeah. With a dodgy VCR and NTSC pal thingy. And you have to wait six weeks. And you hoped it was in good condition. And you could tell the difference between, you know, Ric Flair and Ron Simmons. <laughs> um, and nowadays it's like, it's there. It's in at least 720p. It's clear. And you get it. Give them the money. And that's it. Yeah. It's something that we, it's easy to forget. That it's, it's never been easier to see other wrestling from around the world. Yes. Like that. God, that was sincere. That was a nice one. That was good. Shall I go next? If you want to. Um, I'm thankful for the Wrestling Observer newsletter. Makes my job so <laughs> much easier. Not because, not because, no, no. I do like to watch as much wrestling as I can. But if I need something, because I don't, I'm not one of these people who takes Melter's opinion and then that's my opinion, right? I like to, but I like to use him as a baseline and then compare my opinion with that because he's he knows so much that even though even if you don't agree with what he says, you can use his opinion to get a general sense of what's going on and then form your own opinion on top of that. And I think the Observer is a remarkable. We're talking about it at the time of recording. It hasn't he's late this week because. Thanksgiving, but um, <laughs> but I think I think he might just he's, he's so I'm thankful like, for you being late. He's so all encompassing that you can't if you skim the Observer. Really, it's hard to miss any big news that's gone on. And, and it, I think that really the exception that proved the rule was Zack Saber Junior versus A Kid was that match that happened a few months ago, and everyone went, "Whoa, that's crazy in Madrid." And then Meltzer's gone, "Yeah, this match happened a few months ago, and it's five stars." And everyone went, "Wow, Meltzer didn't catch that the first time around," which sort of shows like. Not a lot. Oh, right, right. When you have that level of that, you expect. Oh, you know everything, right? And he's like, well, no. Yeah. So I'm thankful for that and for um. Oh, I was wondering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Beer yeah, fifty two yeah. as well, Ross. Oh, uh, coincidentally, oh, I remembered my fa- favorite wrestling observer thing. Uh, just confirmed. I said in a shooting interview years ago that around ninety six, ninety seven, when he was losing the Jacqueline on Nitro and all this, um, and he wasn't on TV yeah. on Nitro, and we have heavily teased that this confirmed was going to come over. Like in a, in a WF magazine that had like his silhouette and a question mark, like who's that Pokemon? And um, he said, "I'm not going there." And Russell was over news that like, saying, uh, "Disco Inferno will making his debut in WF in a few weeks' time." And he right either rang them up or read letters. Goes, "No, I'm not. I'm not joining WF. I'm staying with WCW." And Russell was over news that apparently, despite what Disco Inferno says, he is still going to make his <laughs> debut in a few weeks' time. <laughs> and obviously, he never did. So I mean, he's right. So he wasn't lying like when Mick Foley lied to the fans in 2000 when he said he'd retire after. It was that Finley, no, that was, was Power Slam. Was that Finley Martin? Yeah. Every <laughs> month. Every month. Like, Quincy brought Leather, Prost won the UFC championship, uh, his uh, second or third UFC match. And Mick Foley lied to the fans <laughs> in 2000. <laughs> and what are you thankful for? Uh, I'm thankful for professional wrestling as a whole because without professional wrestling, we wouldn't have a job. Mm. And with uh, thank- yeah. I'm thankful for the fans as well and all the patrons and that. I was about to say, I'm, I'm very thankful for uh, Cultaholic, not just these guys and Pachini and Sam and all the rest, but that's it, isn't it? But also the no, fans of Cultaholic, I'm joking, sorry. Um, but also the fans of Cultaholic, that obviously are the reason why this exists, this brand exists, for rightfully telling me, you're crap, please get better. Me going, you're right, I Matthew, can't just you show were never, up. Um, you were never crap, crap. Come on. Um, 
if people, no, no, but again, why have I got hair in my mouth? I'm going to hurt my head. Because you've been sucking cock. <laughs> so thanks to the I wonder my old podcast just Vince McMahon just looking at you. I want a WrestleMania ticket. Um, so <laughs> the, uh, I believe Ross is in. You have to leave that in, so to speak. So yeah, I'm thankful for, again, I'm not going, oh, boo-hoo, I'm so bad. Uh, please like me. I'm like, no, if you don't like me, tell us. But I'm not going to be liked by everybody. It's a sad fact of life. But I'm happy that people that do like me are still sticking with me. Like, here it comes. Like flies to poo. I'm happy for Soundwave IPA for naming a beer after the Transformers. Nice. Thanks, everyone. Anything else? No, No, that's it. I'm thankful for Crash Bandicoot HD Trilogy, which I thrashed 102%. Excellent. If you want to vote on the Hall of Fame, go to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. If you want to mail bag us, go to mailbag. (laughs) Go out this beer's (laughs) having a great effect. Go to mailbag and that's about it. And if you want to get a free case of beer, Bye. go to beer52.com forward slash cultaholic. All you need to pay is the postage. PNP. Great. Join us. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 